And welcome to the Business Capital, Five Minute Morning Minor on October the 19th. It's Wednesday, it's halfway through the week. And actually, that's just reminding me, it's my brother's birthday. I'm going to send him a birthday well wishes. Uh, morning, Ollie. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thanks. How are you doing? Um, well, we're still plugging along with this crazy world, aren't we? Uh, inflation numbers this morning coming in at 10.1%. But of course, that's historic. Uh, it will stay high probably until about sort of March, April, just because they're comparatives to a year ago. But what we did have seen so far this week is we've seen gas prices in the UK plunging back down uh, to levels, to be honest with you, um, back before, well, back to where we were this time last year. So we're going to go from inflation to deflation. Uh, we've also got Brent pretty weak. Yesterday it was below $90, today it's at $90.28. Um, uh, we've seen freight prices obviously collapsing recently. Um, as the world grinds to a stop, no surprise, demand is falling off and everything's coming whizzing back down. And uh, as I've been saying to people, Ollie, crisis, what crisis? Now, you're a bit young, you might not remember that album, but it was, of course, Supertramp's fourth album released in 1975. Yeah, a little before me. Um, it is quite a warm October, though, so that's uh, been key for the lower gas prices um that's enabled storage to fill up a bit but i don't think storage uh you know can't provide enough for a, a a whole winter if we get some cold spells later on in the year or into net early into next um well the answer is ollie get yourself an hoodie that'll keep you nice and warm at home you won't need to put the heating on <laughs> anyway come on let's move to mining um uh what are we uh pretty antifagasta had um some production updates today didn't they uh yeah there's a few out from the from the big guys there's um also some guidance from g silver and there's some m a activity with shanta gold but um we start with antifagasta um they had Q3 production numbers, which show some pretty big swings that you don't normally uh, see, although I think um, largely expected the stock is off slightly this morning. But um, I think the recovery of 40% Q and Q had broadly been guided as the um, 640 uh, to 660 range is still intact for the full year but yeah production of 182,000 tons jumping up 40% Q and Q and that's because water availability became uh, less of an issue again so they've been able to run more all through the process plant um, higher production meant uh, fall in unit costs by about 30 cents down to 2.22 per pound but year to date um they're still up 30 percent year on year to 2.27 per pound so still you know relatively low in the in the global scheme of things but that's a significant jump year on year and that's probably the bit that uh the market doesn't like so much this morning rather than the um production being in line yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and they are, as you say, I mean, they're off a little bit this morning. Not, actually, not that much. They're off uh, 1% or so, just over 1%. Uh, BHP also actually gave uh, some production out, uh, 
updater in Australia overnight. And actually, that was quite good, but they did warn about the future with, you know, the global economy. Uh, yeah, but let's move. Oh, go on. Yeah, sorry, Ollie. Well, they weren't quite as uh, expansive as, as Rio yesterday, but their copper production was down quite significantly by 11% Q on Q um, to 410,000 tonnes. So that, you know, combined with the fact that Cadelco lowered guidance for the full year a couple of months ago, there's there's some big volatility in copper supply at the moment. Um, so that's that's definitely going to be impacting the supply demand balance, even with, you know, demand falling as we're talking at the start. Yeah, uh, but let's let's move on. As you say, a bit of corporate activity. Everybody seems to be bidding for Shanta. Yeah, Shandong, Yintai, and Chirat. Um, be quite a change for um, Chirat, who've mostly been Central Asia focused, but Shandong have made bids for African projects before. Um, I don't know Yintai that well, um, but you know, a hundred and forty odd million dollar market cap um, and consensus earnings for the full year of about thirty million dollars. Um, Shanda's trading on about five times EBITDA at the moment, so not not cheap, but not hugely expensive. Um, but you know, there is a there is a shortage of advanced good quality assets of, of decent size that um would enable companies gold companies certainly to um make a substantial change to their production yeah i think the bit that interests me there is you've got the chinese coming to bid for there you've got the chinese coming to bid for danakil um you've also got uh, the chinese we know sniffing around quite a few lithium projects Suddenly, it would appear uh, that the Chinese are back in trying to acquire assets. Uh, not surprising, some of these assets are looking very cheap, but just worth pointing out that the Chinese seem to be coming back. Um, but one that certainly doesn't need Chinese help, Ollie, you mentioned there, is Guanajuato Silva, our favourite. Uh, yeah, so a very positive announcement. Yes, then we um, saw a bit of the start of this last week but it's now um now been announced so they've restarted production at the valenciana um complex which is right next to uh, guanajuato town so that means they've now got uh, four operating mines and two uh processing plants um one in in, in guanajuato one up in in durango um so this restart of production means they'll be putting about sort of 5,000 tonnes a month through the El Cubo mill, which is already in operation. But in order to go to the next level, they will have to get the, the Cata mill going, which is attached to the Valenciana complex. But it's only a, um, a short 30 minute drive, so pretty easy to haul or across. Um, but to get up to the production rates they want to, they will need to bring that on. So they brought, they're bringing that forward into the end of the year. And so Q4 guidance is now 760 to 985,000 silver equivalent ounces in Q4, and then rising to 910 to 1150 uh, 
thousand silver equivalent ounces in Q1 2023. So that's with the benefit of the the Cata mill expanding that processing capacity and uh, um, which is about an extra thirty thousand tons a month. They won't be using all of that to to start with, but that's how they get into that annualized run rate of three point four million out million silver equivalent ounces um as a run rate for the end of this year which is a huge change from the sort of million around the million level that they were talking about before this acquisition so it it is transformational it gives them so much you know uh flexibility and 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 diversification across their asset base now uh, you're going to obviously we're going to be talking a lot more about Guanajuato Silver, and they are coming across at the end of November uh, to be part of the Aqua Showcase event, um, which is going to be a tremendous event. We now got all four head judges lined up for the Britain's Got Aquas competition: Andy Bruff, Rich Ricky, uh, Jim Armitage from the Sunday Times, and Judith McKenzie from Downing. Um, we will be having other special guests, such as James Wood from Winterflies, talking about the dark arts and market making. It'll be a day you cannot afford to miss. Uh, 20 growth companies, quite a few mining companies. Um, if you haven't signed up yet, do sign up. And I think that's enough, Ollie. That was good, good advertisement by me, wasn't it? Yeah, excellent. <laughs> All right, thanks.